How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject where, dude, that, I, I mean, at this point, I don't even know what to say anymore about, um, man, what, what is it? Like, I, okay, so this is so difficult because growing up as a kid, I had a lot of friends that eventually, uh, grew up and, and became police officers. And where I grew up was a very small retirement town in Florida. Everyone kind of knew everyone. And um, growing up as a kid, I wasn't really exposed to a lot of a lot of problems and, and got away a lot with a lot of things as well as a kid. And, you know, we didn't do anything crazy, but we would do some reckless things here and there that would sometimes get us involved with the cops. But they were always nice. They were always super cool and would always kind of just be like, you know, drop us off to our parents' place and just be like, hey, your kid did this and, uh, you know, just go ahead and tell them not to do this again and everything of that nature. And, and like some of it was like going into like uh, private properties that were like being constructed on and we would like jump off of buildings onto like sand dunes and and just really stupid stuff like that. No, nothing that ever got anyone hurt or or committed like atrocities, like uh, like stealing from someone or whatever. But and uh, but the cops were always super cool. They were like always super nice. And so, you know, growing up as a kid, and not not only that, but like you know, I had friends that that became cops themselves, or I had friends that had like siblings or family members that were cops. I, I was just always exposed to like good cops, like good, good police officers. And then it wasn't until I got older that I started to, well, obviously I left my hometown and, and started to go to like, and lived in Orlando and then outside Orlando, like in other areas. And there was an ongoing joke that there was like a, a city close to where I grew up in. It was called Edgewater where like their cops there and like another city close by called Port Orange where those cops were like really like annoying. Like they would, give people tickets for the stupidest things. And we used to always talk, you know, trash about these police officers from these different cities because they would always be so super annoying. But that was like the, the, the worst of cops were like ones that were just like ticket hungry that were just willing to give tickets away for anyone like going and speeding and things of that nature. But it wasn't until like I lived in Orlando that I started to like hear news about like cops that were doing, uh, that were committing actual crimes against people, uh, potentially like killing people when they didn't need to be killed. And then uh, I can't remember the, the first story because there's been so many of them now, but there's these two instances already, one out of Minnesota and um, one out of Virginia. The one in Minnesota is insane. That one just happened recently, I think yesterday or the day before, where essentially a police officer, I think a female police officer, um, was instructing this this male to, um, like, I don't know the whole situation. That one is, is uh, novel to me. I, I haven't read too much into it. But essentially, something happened, and essentially she was going to go and tase this person. But instead of tasing him, she fired her, she discharged her, her sidearm on, on this person. And accidentally supposedly killed this person uh instead of firing a taser to disable them and then 
This one out of Virginia is completely insane. This one is a uh, half black, half Hispanic uh, <laughs> army officer. Army officer bought a brand new SUV and his windows were tinted. His vehicle's black. Um, his tag, he had like a temporary tag, but it was he didn't put it on the outside of his vehicle. He put it on the inside of the back window of his SUV. And he's driving and a police officer chooses to to pull him over because they claim that they don't see his tag, which is understandable initially. But this army officer, they were out in the middle of nowhere in Virginia and it's late at night and he wanted to make sure that the cop pulled him over in somewhere that was lit. So they drove, he drove at a very low rate of speed and he went like another 10 miles before he got to like a gas station that was well lit. And this dude, the moment this guy pulls over, he wasn't accelerating. He didn't seem like a threat. All that happened was his, his windows were tinted. Um, so he didn't seem like a threat. If he was a threat, it seemed like he would recklessly like drive away, do whatever. He stops. And also, like if anything, he would if he was a threat, he'd probably pull over like somewhere where it's like pitch black. This guy pulls over like somewhere well lit. Um and immediately the police officer in his car gets out of his car and pulls out his gun and tells the guy to get the hell out of his car, like escalating to, to the max. Like I could not imagine if I ever got pulled over and all of a sudden, like the moment I get pulled over, I look through my rear rear view mirror and I just see a cop with his gun pointed at my direction saying, get the F out of the car, get out of the car. I don't even know what I would do. I'd just be like, Oh my God, this is it. This is the day that I fucking get killed by some gut, like gun hungry, uh, police officer. Like what is going on? And so essentially it's just, it's not even, it's not even funny. It's just the ridiculousness of this matter is just so stupid that this exists. And the worst part too, is that this police officer had, uh, he had, uh, uh, those, um, cameras that they have equipped to themselves. I'm forgetting the term right now. Um, <laughs> so stupid. Um, but he had a cam. The police officer had his own cameras that activate like whenever he's doing a routine stop. And then the the army officer luckily took his phone and started hit record and put his phone on his dashboard. And so you get to see from his angle, from his phone, and then you see the angle from the police officer. And immediately from the police officer's angle, you can see that he's escalated. And he's telling the, the army officer to get out of his car, and he's just not getting out of his car. He's like, I don't know what I did. And he's like, his uh, driver's side window's down, and he's just yell, like telling back to the officer, like, hey, I don't know what's going on. Um, I'm not, I don't want to get out of the car. Um, you know, what did I do? Like, what did I do wrong? The police officer's like, you know, you're under arrest or like, he's like pretty much being super aggressive telling him like, get out of the car, get out of the car. And the guy's not wanting to get out of the car. And finally there comes a point where another police officer comes to the scene. And it's at this point that both of them are just escalating the situation and they come up to his window. Uh, they're slowly coming up to his window and they're telling him like, get out of your car. And the guy's like, I'm afraid to get out of my car. And the police officer responds with, you should be afraid. <laughs> what the fuck? What the, f like, seriously, why would a police officer say that being recorded? Why would you do that? It's so stupid. This is so sad because, like, we get all this footage all the time now. But prior to this, you know this nonsense was happening all the time, all over the U.S. 
all these cops, not all these cops, but a lot of officers were probably committing some heinous crimes and they knew they could get away with it because they weren't being recorded. And I don't even know what kind of training these officers went through, but it was definitely, I mean, I understand their line of work is, is, it's so difficult. I mean, I couldn't even empathize with their positions that they're in. Obviously sometimes they're even exposed to, to really horrible crimes and they, they lose their lives. And, and there are, are amazing people out there that, that serve in the line of duty and um, they lose their lives. And, and it's unfortunate that, you know, they leave behind like family, friends, fellow officers. And, and those stories, every time I hear them, it's, it's hard to, to see those stories. But then it's just these freaking people that ruin it sometimes. And uh, there are cops out there that do such a great job at de-escalating a situation and are ready and prepared and trained that when a situation arises to know when to use force and when to when it's better for them to de-escalate situations. And this cop didn't do, he didn't address any of that. Like essentially the, from the very beginning, just, goes super aggressive and finally they end up pepper spraying this guy in the car and pepper spraying and he's got a, a dog in the back and um he's he claims that his dog's choking on the pepper spray as well and and eventually he gets out of the vehicle and they arrest him and they realize that there's absolutely they search his vehicle and the guy legitimately was a good person didn't have anything on him no drugs no money no nothing he was just just bought a new SUV and was just on his way to a base. And then these, the stupid cop chose to pull him over for a tag. And instead of just coming up to his window and just telling him, Hey, you know, uh, registration, like what's the situation with your vehicle? That's what happens to me. Like I've had plenty of situations sometimes where, um, I bought a new car and like my tag, like I put it, I don't, um, there was like my second car I ever owned. I put my tag in the back windshield and I got pulled over by a cop and he came up to me and he didn't, uh, I guess my tag, I didn't tape it down. And so it fell over and it wasn't shown. And he asked me like, Hey, like, where's your, where's your plate on your car? I was like, I just bought this car. He was like, do you have a registration for it? And I was like, yeah, I have a, a temporary plate. And he was like, I don't see it. And I was like, Oh shoot. And, um, I was like, it should be in the back window. And then he went to the back of the vehicle and he saw the plate or like the temporary plate was on like the, and this was in Orlando too, or no, it's in Daytona beach in Florida. And he, uh, he tells me, he comes back to the, the driver's side window and he asked me to pop the trunk and I popped the trunk and he was like, your, uh, your tag fell behind. He was like, honestly, you should be putting this on the back. I know it's a paper tag. And I was like, yeah, I was afraid it would fly away. He was like, these are, are pretty good at not flying away. But if you are going to put it in the back like you did, you should at least tape it to the window. And I was like, I'm sorry, officer. He was like, no worries. I'll let you go with a warning. Uh, but just make sure to kind of get this corrected because uh, another officer might not be as nice. And I was like, okay, thank you. And now, like, I've had many situations like that. Or I've, I didn't have my driver's license on me. There was one time I was pulled over for speeding. An officer, uh, you know, could have been a dick to me and everything of that nature because I didn't have my my driver's license. I also didn't have my insurance on me at the time, I, I don't think. 
but he was like super understanding. He was like, Hey, I'm just going to have to write you a citation for all three of these things. But when you go to the courthouse, you could just show them your driver's license and your insurance and they'll go ahead and drop these two citations and you'll just have to take care of the speeding one. And I mean, like I don't look full minority. Like I look like a tan white person, but I'm not, I'm not a white person predominantly. Um, I am dark, but I, I just feel for people that are are this class of minority because it just makes me wonder, like, if if that person in the vehicle was white or was any race, would they go through something like this? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they had a chance to look at the person because, like I said, his windows were tinted. But this whole ordeal that he went through, and the guy was in uniform. This this police or the army officer was in uniform. Like, what are you? doing dude this is the stupidest thing ever lo behold uh one of the officers got fired and then the other one is on administrative leave um and people are still pissed off that both of them aren't getting fired because the and then they also i forgot to mention this they also they were like since they didn't find anything on him they were like okay well there's two two ways around this like one we'll just go ahead give you a bottle of water You'll kind of shrug this off and then we'll let you go on your way. But if you choose to kind of like bring attention to this, uh, whatever, whatever, then we might have to give you a citation for resisting arrest and also tell your commanding officer. And the way it works in the military, uh, from what I've been told by a lot of people that are currently serving or have served, like you don't want this stuff to make your make its way up to your CO because that can create a lot of issues for you, possibly on rank and, and things of that nature. And so um, they knew the way to target him was essentially like, hey, like bring attention to the fact that like, hey, we could put you down for resisting arrest and then also send this information to like your commanding officer on base. And so they tried to buy his silence essentially. And it's all on camera. Like they're so stupid. Why would you do this? It doesn't make sense how this happens over and over and over again where police officers are caught not by other people recording them but by their own mounted cameras that they have on themselves or on their vehicles it's so insane it really is and i don't know it's on one end i i don't agree with the perspective that you should label every police officer as bad that is not I don't agree with that. That's so stupid. I mean, honestly, that's like trying to say every white person's racist or every rich person is an evil person. Um, you know, could you say in some classes that there are, are more my majority than there is a minority of people that are doing committing problems? Sure. I would probably use that example as the rich people, <laughs> but, um, like for like white people or police officers, no, they're they're not all bad. It's just the problem is, is that there's no accountability for police officers. And because of the lack of accountability, that's why people come up with these extreme perspectives. And um and for whatever reason there's sometimes good police officers that are forced in a position of having to defend their bad coworkers because if they don't, then you know, they get blacklisted and then they they have a difficult time doing their job and it's it's so stupid how that works out but it it ends up working that way but i don't know it's 
just a lot of training, like a lot of financing should go towards like retraining these cops and teaching them on how to de-escalate and just kind of be better prepared for like situations that might uh, like require force and situations that don't. And then to kind of see how society takes it at that point, but it's, it's going to take time. But a lot of people are just really on this narrative that cops are just assholes. And, you know, for some people, I, I can't blame them. Like if they become victim to these shitty situations but at the same time it's like you can't really think that every officer is that garbage of an individual but i don't know how to address it but when i saw that story and when i watched the video it it's because like i said you can watch the videos online it is so stupid it really is but either way thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast and i will catch you guys manana peace